advise you to get off the streets as quickly as possible. It'll soon be a war up there. And we are, as a people, opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths. I know for a fact. And to secret proceedings. Weapons of mass destruction. I have a dream. I take the threat very seriously. A new world order. Your government thanks you for your participation. You are now listening to the world-famous Sofa King Podcast. Please, read from sheets. I am. I am. Sofa King. Sofa King. Now repeat all very fast, please. I am. Sofa King. Faster. I am Sofa King. No, not so fast. Lose its meaning. I am Sofa King. You say funny things. Secret Oats. I still don't know what the fuck that is. Secret Oats. Yeah. John F. Kennedy. Yeah. I'll have to find it. Someone needs to give me a time signature. Secret Oats. Just from his speech. Reload. He says Secret o- o- Oaths. Ah, now I know what you guys are talking about. It's how he says. <laughs> I thought we explained that. Oath. No, explain it was just secret oath. <laughs> no, but not that it was his his misannunciation of or pronunciation oh. of the word. Yeah, now no. I get it. Secret, secret oats. oats. Oh, that's yeah. so good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So much better. Yeah. It was funny without it, not even knowing. I was just yeah. like, "Secret oats" is a funny word. Like, yeah. my favorite breakfast cereal. You yeah, know? secret oats. Yeah. You never know what you're going to find in the box. Secret. Right, exactly. Could be a tarantula leg. I'm just glad that a, a mediocre joke I made eight months ago finally made Brent <laughs> laugh. Yeah. Got to wait. You had to let it uh, <laughs> finally yeah. caught up to him. <laughs> had to rest, yeah. just like oats. Man, it takes a little yeah, longer. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It does. Yeah. Make oat jokes that have to yeah. age it. Yeah. Yeah. Soften them up. Steel oats and slow yeah. cooker. Yeah, they're easy like five minutes, but that one took months. Yeah. I, I saw oats when they weren't cut. I had no fucking idea. Like, I was like, how does oatmeal come from that? The steel it's oats? Fucking, yeah, like like regular oatmeal. When you look at regular oats that it's are like uncut fa- oats. It's like a filleted. It's some like, weird ass shit. Yeah, oak, it looks really know. weird. Because they roll them. Pressed, yeah. yeah. They press them. Flat. Oh, that makes sense. That's yeah. the that's the the missing key. You're learning all kinds of stuff I am. today. <laughs> Keep it up, boys. Cold rolled. Now will I remember it though? I'm learning cut. it right now. You can yeah. I could relearn it next week and be all yeah. excited again. Are you guys? Did you guys celebrate? Celebrate what? The uh, Takashi Six Nine got let out of prison. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know who that is. You don't know who that is. Uh-uh. The, the I'm gonna learn. Teach me right now. The pony-haired Puerto Rican guy, the rapper. I don't know. No. Oh, the guy with all the face tattoos yeah, and shit yeah, that was. Yeah, I didn't yeah. know who that. Yeah, he's gonna get murdered now. Yeah, finally for sure. Yes, he, he, he like ratted on a bunch of like politicians oh, that had no like, real gangsters. Yeah, some pedophile thing though too, or no? Just nah, gangsters. just gangsters. I think it was just gangster stuff, money I'm, laundering. I'm mixing up all my yeah. conspiracies now. Yeah, I mean, I'm so excited. I hope they murder him. If not, they're all bitches. <laughs> if you guys don't murder him, you're all bitches. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> On and now, you guys, all, I, all of them. I bet a lot of them listen to the show. Probably, I yeah. think so. probably, yeah. That's our demo. To, yeah, yeah. A large portion of our audience. Yeah, they listen to us when we were underground. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're still underground technically. Yeah. We, we've always yeah. been underground. Mm-hmm. Dave's not. I'm yeah. not. I'm above yeah. ground. Yeah, we're six feet under. That's how we do our show. We are. Kind of scary. That's, huh? that's fair, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we are. The about, top of your head is probably six feet under. Yes. Are in our one foot in the grave. Mm-hmm. Doing this show. I'm there with Mr. Sprinkles. Dave, yeah. I went to the bank and there was this fucking guy. I walked out. This is the last. I'm not going to the bank anymore. I'm just not. 
And I'm also not going to the post office. I've decided I'm, I'm embracing the germaphobe, goraphobic Brent. Because I walked in the bank. I was like, I got to get the, I got to get a cashier's check to pay for my shop uh, rent. And I fucking go walking in the bank, dude. And I was like, it's going to be whatever. It's same old fucking old ladies and everything. But they just have masks on now and gloves. Just keep my fucking distance. Just do my thing. Go to talk to the teller. Business as usual. It won't be bad. Of a fucking course, dude. The grossest fucking dude. This guy had like a fucking black surgical mask as a mustache. He had it above his mouth and below his nose. So it was blocking absolutely <laughs> nothing. Right? Well, those pores. Those are very, those are disease uh, spreading pores right there under yeah. So at first I was like, I don't know what this guy's demeanor is. Like maybe he's just like taking a breath. That he, he, could, just, have been, he could have been um, protecting his mustache. Well, maybe. Mm-hmm. He was yeah. Geraldo. Maybe Geraldo yeah. was under there. Yeah. But, you know, it does get a little fucking crazy, like, with the mask on. Sometimes you're yeah. like, fuck, I'm just breathing, breathing my talk. hot air. Yeah. Like, maybe you wanted a break. But no. Then I, so there's these red dots that are six feet apart online. But I was, like, way back because I was like, that dude, I don't know. And then all of a sudden I can see the glistening on his fucking face because he's got a fucking snot nose. And I was like, oof. And then he starts rubbing his wrist and hand on his fucking nose and holds his hand out like, yuck. Like, he grossed himself out because he has, <laughs> shit, like, snot on his hand. And he's like flinging it, like doing oh, the, the wrist off. flick and like looking around. And I was like, are you fucking kidding? Then he coughs. And I was like, nope. I just fucking walked out. I just, I was never within 30 feet of that fucking guy. People started lining up behind me for a second. Like, why are you not going forward? And I was like, I'm not standing next to that guy. That guy's like yeah. snotty and coughing and his mask's not on. And they're all, they all kind of look like, oh yeah, we should stay back here. So we we're all way back. The manager yeah. was nervously watching it all go down and she like brought him a Kleenex. I was like, uh, nope, I'm out of here. But I did learn how to pay my shop rent online and I printed nice. stamps on stamps.com, not yeah. a sponsor. Um, so yeah, didn't have nice. to, I'm not going out anymore. Yeah. And I'm going to use your fucking uh, Instacart to get groceries next time. Probably. Yeah, dude, it's yeah. I haven't, I haven't ordered groceries yet. That's not going to, that's not going to happen. They've had a pretty good experience. Go yeah. I had an amazing experience doing it. Fucking fantastic. They even got, they, they even talked to you. Like they yeah, like live time when they were at the grocery store, I was getting texts and they were like, Oh, you said you wanted the extra firm organic tofu, but we only have the extra firm, not organic. I'm like, that's fine. Just like fully yeah. updating you with everything. Like you build in the substitutes in the first place for stuff that the inventory says is low. But then if the guy shopping finds out it's not there, you're like live time chatting them up while they shop for you. Hmm. It's unbelievable. My Seems water tastes like fucking chlorine now. It tastes like swimming pool water. Our ice maker broke. Um, well, the, the little thing that feeds the ice maker broke. I'm not trying to go to Home Depot to the buy line. the fucking thing. Nah, it's like the little, it has like, it's a bad idea. Like whoever, like that landlord or whoever put the fucking ice maker thing in, there's a, a tap like mm-hmm. that feeds the hot water heater. Mm-hmm. So where the cold water goes in the hot water heater, mm-hmm. they tap that pipe with this fucking clamp style tap that just like screws down into the side of the pipe. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. It's like not a true valve. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's not a threaded valve. Like yeah. if I undo those bolts, water will just fucking constantly spray or we'll have no hot water. So I was like, I'm not fucking with this right now. We, we have ice trays. Apparently we don't have ice trays. They got thrown away. So mm-hmm. I had like, I don't know, nine protein scoops from buying so much fucking protein. And I just <laughs> never threw the scoops away. I kept throwing them in the crazy Tupperware drawer. And so I have this little baking pan and I've just been filling up with the fucking protein scoops with water. And that's my ice. but And it's working fine. It pops right out. Every couple hours, I walk over there, pop them out. I'm making these big-ass whiskey-style fucking ice yeah. cubes. But what I noticed is, like, my fucking drink thing here, if I leave the lid on, it's, like, gassing out, like, because the chlorine in the water. Like, when yeah. I open, it's all, poof, it makes a noise, and it smells like a fucking baby pool. Huh. Yeah. It's you not need a fucking water filter. 
Yeah, that's yeah. what I need. But I, in in place, the place where the water filter goes is where the correct valve actually would go. So it's a mm. bit of a like risky project that I'm not trying to do. I mean, during. just get a fucking Brita filter. Oh, I have a Brita filter, but I, your I, ice. yeah, I just need to pour it in the ice. That's, that's the step that I could do is just yeah. use the Brita filter to fill those fucking stupid scoops yeah. and order some fucking ice trays. We're like hand pouring water into the ice maker. It works like a little yeah. cup at yeah. a time. Yep. It spits out some ice. You can pour some more in there. No one's ice maker ever fucking works. Like yeah, every time you go, like, mine's broke. I have a friend, nice refrigerator. Yeah, you go to a friend's house, they got a Samsung fridge with blue fucking LEDs and it's got the weather on the front yeah. shit. And you go to get ice and yeah. they're like, oh, the ice maker doesn't work. You got to reach inside no. the door. Yeah, every fucking house. There it is. Yeah, mine broke. I just fucking completely took mine out and bought ice cube trays. Yeah, exactly. Well, mine, I won't do ice cube trays. I'll drink, I'll drink soda and water fucking hot before I do that. Why? Because um, it's just, weird to you? I just don't like it. Like it's a fucking pain in the ass. Well, it's not that bad. It's at like all. standing in line to trying to get in the grocery store. Fucking not gonna happen. Like <laughs> it's fucking I just won't do it. Nah. You know? What about I, a bag I, of ice? Yeah, no. That's, that's what I usually that's do. That's what my do. wife buys ice and fucking dumps it in there. And then it's like the ice that isn't for that machine. So it clogs up. It just fucking doesn't work out. Right. The time. <laughs> right. So you're still digging your fucking hand in there or something, you know. We just but, fill the thing that the uh, ice is supposed to fall into with the ice from the store, but I'm yeah. just not trying to go to the store this every, shit, every other yeah. day. This whole shit is like I don't like being the one thing I don't like, I don't mind staying at home. I don't mind, you know what I mean, hanging out with family, whatever. It's inconveniencing. Like the shit that I have to do. Real first world problem yeah. to talk about here. Right. 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 Oh my ice! I don't want ice in a tray. <laughs> my ice maker broke. Yeah. Shouldn't have to. This is America, <laughs> goddamn it. Yeah. 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 So. So um, we still always, especially in these weird ass times, we really want to thank our uh, Patreons. We, we're still getting new patrons, and it means the world to us. Um, and it will help us. Uh. Keep getting equipment, buy ramen noodles. Um, you can find them anywhere, um, etc. But we want to thank a couple uh, per episode. And the first uh, Patreon that we want to thank, I'm not sure what's going on here, is Back, Sack, and Zach. Hmm. I'm pretty sure that's yeah. like gay porn. That's like yeah. Zach's Back, Sack. It's, or it's his Back, Sack, and Zach. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think I watched that one. Mm -hmm. yeah. He's tossing the salad from behind, but he can see yeah. the back sack. Yeah. yeah, yeah Zach yeah, is yeah, tossing yeah. the salad and yeah. looking yeah. at the back sack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. You never want to see back sack. <laughs> no. if, you see, if you see back sack, you fucked up a long time ago. Yeah. Mm -hmm. doesn't matter what, what, <laughs> what you, that your means, sexual that preferences. Means, yeah. That means you're getting sloppy seconds yeah. or you're fucking on the wrong end. It means you're staring you know. a butthole down the barrel. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. If, you, if you see back sack. Yeah. You're on Danger. the you're on the backside of a cross dresser as everything taped up, so you might see the back <laughs> sack creeping out the back of the legs. Uh, you got to stop. What's no. wrong? No, I'm just gonna take the other recording. Just pause it and hit it real quick. No, it won't matter. It might. Mm. Got technical difficulties over here. No, it's gonna try and save and shit. It's All fine. Right. All right. Well, we hopefully everyone gets to you. Got us. Got us thrown off here, Dave. Yeah. Everything's everything's not working accordingly. My track's not recording, so I'm gonna have a garble track like Dave or something. No, nah, you'd be fine. All it right. worked out last time. All right. Unless that stops recording, then we're fucked. We can good? Pause. It's, no, it's 19 fine. people on live. They're gonna wait for a That's second. Fine. Listen Fuck to them. us. Fuck them. You hear that, guys? Not stopping for you. Right. The train okay. is just gonna fucking keep on rolling. All right. So, so this episode might not come out. <laughs> and you guys are the only ones that we'll have it. to steal it from the Facebook live. Maybe. Oh, that'd be horrible. Yeah, that's right. You. Huh? Or we could just good. pause and fix it real quick. That yeah, audio might it. be better than yeah. the actual audio over there. Dave, you're not here. Don't tell me what to do. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> our no next 
Our next patron is, you remember her, Jillian Henderson? Mm-hmm. Yep. She's a whore. <laughs> Aren't they all? You know what I mean? She's a Henderson. Yeah. I mean, they're Harry. Harry and the Hendersons. Mm-hmm. Joanne yeah. Henderson. Yeah. Whore. Yeah. Can't be good. Yeah. She, she was on she was on Hori and the Hendersons. Yes. Ooh, well, right. she, Another point. Yeah. Yeah. Hori and yeah. the Hendersons. Back and Zach. <laughs> yeah. And Hori. then you have Hori and the That's Hendersons. That's the theme. Our yeah. goal is next patron porn. That's what we're yeah. doing. So the next name I'm not too sure about. Jonna Gunch. <laughs> <laughs> this is too easy. We don't have to try. Leave leave it alone. That's yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Jonna Gunch gonna it's munch. Like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, gonna munch. She's gonna munch. Jonna Gunch. Gunch. Yeah. Yeah, she's gonna munch some gunch. I think gunch is like it's German for taint. Yeah, right? for, I think it's so. Like, it's a German gooch. I was almost thinking about. I that. think you're yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Jonah. Oh, Jonas Brothers Gunch. <laughs> yep. Yeah. The gunch that stole Christmas. Yeah, the gu- <laughs> that's the porn. The gunch that stole Christmas. <laughs> uh, and then our final patron of the week is Michael Miller. Michael Miller. Sounds like mm. that's just drunk dad porn. It's Miller time all the time. Uh, he just sits around in a stained porn. white tank top. It's like it's not it does that are way too hot for him. Yeah, it doesn't cover his belly fully. Not quite. Yeah, it's like right below the belly. It's button. got a grease right, stain. Right. Yeah. 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 Where where the belly button peeks out. And, and he's got and the, he has an Audi. He's got the yeah. He's got an mm. Audi and he's got the yeah. armpit hair that looks like buckwheat in the headlock. Yeah. So right. He's kind of bu- right. busting out like he's got Beaker from the Muppets. And he smokes cigars. Mm-hmm. And he wears like he wears like flight glasses. That <laughs> shit got real. Yeah. <laughs> like flight goggles? You know, just, just like the, the aviator. The navigate, the, aviator. Yeah, aviator oh, sunglasses. Okay, yeah. You know, Tom Cruise. Top yeah, Tom Top Guns. Guns. yeah. Johnny Knoxville yep. glasses. Yep. So we appreciate all of you. We appreciate the, the support you give us. Um, and if you want to join Patreon, even for a dollar, you get our bonus episodes. Um, every Sunday, we, we've been making sure we record every week. So there's a bonus episode. Um, usually it's uh, content driven as it will be this week, um, but they're a little bit shorter uh, for topics that we don't think we could get a full episode out of. We still research them and throw those on there. So go to Patreon, Black Slash, uh, Sofa King Podcast. And you will find us and you can pledge. And there's other things you can get early episodes. Uh, you can start getting all kinds of uh, goodies and t-shirts and secret clubs and uh, whiskey glasses and goodness. Mm-hmm. So it's a, a good place to be. Yeah, and the mailman, the mailman hates me today for sure. That's, there's yeah. a lot of shit out there getting mailed out. But you know Is what about the mailman though? What about him? He's a fuck face peasant. That's true. He's close to not being. He actually hangs out with Axel and shit. We have a cool mailman. Well, yeah. Tilly's yeah. the patron. He's a fuckface peasant. That's and true. everybody, at only a dollar, you're no longer a fuckface peasant. It breaks my heart. My nephew loves the show now and has recently started listening. He's a fuckface peasant. You could sponsor him if you want. You could sponsor his nephew for just $12 a year. Yeah. He could not be a fuckface peasant. That's true. You could throw his name or on Or you could leave him and keep talking shit about him. Right. <laughs> True. Well, the thing is, though, if somebody else pays for it, is he really? No, no, no. He's still a fuckface. Exactly. That's true. Yeah. yeah. So, but if he's a fuckface peasant, so are the rest of y'all. Go join Patreon and you won't be. That's what I'm saying. We really appreciate it. I, I mailed out like 34, 34 t shirts, 23 membership cards, five whiskey glasses, and a hot sack yesterday. Like we didn't record yesterday. We recorded on Monday today. Mm-hmm. And so I got to the shop thinking I'll do the research because this is when I have time. But then I started looking at the spreadsheet and I was like, holy shit, that's a lot of t-shirts. So I fucking shipped for like five hours or something yesterday. I was just shipping Patreon stuff, which yeah, is a, a great problem, a great problem to have. Fuck yeah, that's so great. Thank you so much. 
and uh, check out podbelly.com. We're part of the Podbelly podcast network. You can go over there and check out other cool podcasts like us. And we already yeah. gave out the hot sack for El Yucateco hot sauce. Didn't no, we? no, we didn't. No, we didn't. Oh, uh, we didn't. No, <laughs> Where we're are you going at? to right now. Yeah. Right now, you just hold your horse. Are you sitting there? He exposed in, the fourth wall. Are you are you sitting there in your underwear, Dave? No, I wish I, I like was. To think so. You have panties on. Do it, Dave. Uh, do it. There's no camera. Do it. I do it naked. That'd be weird. I just only, knowing because we know. Just knowing that he was naked. Just lie to me, Dave. Lie to me and tell me that it's just glowing orange in your face right now. I swear we did the hot sack already. It's because we talked about it so much uh, prior to, to recording. Yeah. Okay, so let's get. We didn't do it. it. Yeah, we chose. It. I had it. I had it pulled up. We chose it, and we confirmed they hadn't. They hadn't won in the past. That's the other difficult thing. Enough time has passed. Right? Fuck, did this person win? Yeah. So um, we scoured. Actually, both me and Dave saw some um, posts on on Reddit um, and uh, somebody had posted uh, twice in a couple of days. And that person is Chandrago. Is that how you say it on there? They can't Chan hear Chan. me because the recording's not Chan Chan Man Seaman. Is that passing my audio through there. You have, to, you have to stop it and hit it. Yeah. For what? Because no one can hear me. Who my, can't my, hear you? My mic's, mic's not going through the interface. Why is that? Well, the people, I can hear you. I know we can, but they can't on live. Oh my God. Because it goes through the interface. All right. Stopping recording. Oh shit. That means I got to stop it. Oh, that's going to create a nightmare. Is it? Okay. Don't do it then. It's fine. I'll just, I'm coming through your mic or something. Nope. Here we go. I'm Hold coming on. through the iPad. Hold on. Bam. 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 And we'll start now. All right. Is that better, guys? There it is. Okay. We're all fixed. So good time to transition into our topic. I didn't finish doing the hot sack, Dave. Oh, <laughs> we said El Yucateco. You said the name, Slam Bam. King of Flavors. Chan Drago. Fine. Yeah. yeah. She made posts. Chan Chan Man Seaman. Really? Congratulations. Yeah. Anticlimactic. Yeah. Yeah. It happened, though. Well, does she deserve the climax? Like, I don't know. All girls deserve the climax, Dave. Not all. They all deserve mm -hmm. it. They don't all get it. That's true. Yeah. No, they don't deserve it. Why? Some I think they don't it. all get it. I don't know. That's a, I don't know where I fall on that. Yeah, they're not all deserving. Give no. me an example. Anybody. I mean, just saying. <laughs> Ava Braun. I mean, there you go. <laughs> Ava Braun. Sorry, Ava. <laughs> you don't deserve the climax. <laughs> she did not deserve the climax. It's just hard to get her off because you have to kill a Jew to make her come. Either mm. way, That's even if it didn't, problem. even if you just had to blow a daisy in her direction, it's still mm. not worth it. She doesn't deserve it. Well, you're a daisy if you do. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's, that's the girlfriend you need. Just blow Daisy in their direction. That's yeah. impressive. But she That'll still can't get off. No climax. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doesn't deserve it. So our topic is the one and only uh, comedic genius and or painter and or philosopher and or political figure these days, uh, Jim Carrey. Um, I recommend uh, going into it that either before you listen to this one or after you listen to this one, if you haven't listened to the Andy Kaufman episode, you might want to, because we, we talk a lot about Jim Carrey and the bizarre deep dive he did for his role in man on the moon in that episode. And I don't know that we're necessarily going to uh, repeat that same territory, but um, 
that was a and I really liked that episode. That was a great episode. That was one of my and or there's episodes. Man on the Moon. Like watch the movie. And or there's also Jim and Andy, a documentary <laughs> about the making of Man on the Moon yeah. on Netflix. Um, that, 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 yeah, on Netflix, it dives into that super deep more I than a, we do. I had but. a question. Uh, did we talk about um, just talking about great comics on the Eddie Murphy episode? Eddie Murphy won the Mark Twain Award, right? We talked yes. about it, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. I guess Dave Chappelle just won the Mark Twain Award. Oh, good. Did he accept it? Uh, I think so. Yeah, oh, I could see him so. being political and saying it's from Whitey or something. And well, it is from Whitey. Yeah, showing up yeah, in a, for sure. a green a green army jacket and yeah, yeah, saying a bunch of crazy shit. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, that would be a hard one to turn down if you're a comedian. That's like it. That's like the award. There's no I know award. that uh, Jim Carrey had his first break to be on the Johnny Carson show, and I can't remember what the reasoning was. I watched too many fucking little clips and documentaries now. He turned it down at first. He said, no, nah, I'm good and didn't do it. And then went back on the Johnny Carson show later. Like, I, I don't know why he said no, but like he wasn't really anyone yet. And he said no to Johnny Carson. He was like the man who told Johnny Carson. No, it was a big deal. Yeah, that is. That's crazy. Yeah. You that, that made your career. Yeah. You I know, can't remember what the thing then. was. Fuck. So Jim Carrey, of course, at one point he was the highest paid actor in Hollywood. He was the first actor to make $20 million per movie. Um, back when that just didn't happen for cable guy of all things, cable too. guy. Yeah. Cause he just came off a string of that massive success. Yeah. No, it wasn't. But the, the last, the previous several were like massive. So that yeah. was, you know, you got to roll the dice as a, yeah. as a producer. Yeah. They're like, fuck, we got to get Jim Carrey. He's the guy right. for the part. And if it doesn't do good, that's your gamble. And it still did fine. I mean, it did fine at the box office. It just wasn't a lot of, people I think the problem like was um, in that movie, he's not Jim Carrey. You know what I mean? He's not, I mean, he's, He's not the crazy not wild, Ace Ventura. not Ace Ventura, yeah. fucking super here's, animated doing here's back the, Here's the shit. problem. He's, he's watered down Jim Carrey in Cable yeah. Guy, not pure Jim Carrey or not crazy I'm into deep method actor. Exactly. Yeah, like those are like, the only, like I either want fucking over the top climb out of rhinos, asshole, Jim Carrey, or I, <laughs> I want Jim Carrey that no one on the set can even talk to because he's fully being Andy Kaufman for six months of his life. I don't want like tamed down Jim Carrey. Yeah. God, I just had an Andy Kaufman just muted like, vision of him doing that. Yeah. Like, talk about, <laughs> yeah. I'm fucking crazy. Kind of had to be nuts for Danny to be doing all those motherfuckers that, that, like, yeah. to have to deal with him. Yep. <laughs> like he wouldn't break out of it. Like literally like getting drunk, laying on the fucking couch, dragging him out of his fucking trailer, passed out. And he wouldn't, they, they can't snap him out of it. He would not fucking come out and be Jim Carrey for a oh, second. Yeah. No. That's so, like Kirk um, Lazarus. Who? Kirk Lazarus. I don't know. That is. On Tropic Thunder. Oh yeah. <laughs> is that That's where he undergoes surgery to turn himself yeah. black for the right. part? Oh, right. You, Robert Downey syndrome. Yeah. yeah Robert part? Downey yeah. syndrome jr. Yeah. Yeah. The other uh, one little factoid that I didn't know where to put in my notes, so I put it at the very top, was that he, after Tupac went to jail, uh, Jim Carrey liked Tupac's music and heard that Tupac was a huge Jim Carrey fan. So he started writing Tupac letters every single day to to him in jail (laughs) uh, just so that Tupac could get a laugh every day. It'd be super cool if those were scanned somewhere and you could oh, see fuck what yeah. the fuck they're <laughs> I would love to see those letters. I'm sure I'm they're gone. How'd they not get out? I don't using know. Toilet paper know. or something fucking using jail. Know, man. Maybe. So uh, Jim Carrey is a Canuck. He was born in a suburb of Toronto called uh, Newmarket, Ontario, Canada. Um, born uh, January 17th, 1962. 
Um, he was apparently a very funny kid all along. He did impressions the whole time. He was over the top the whole time. He was always very, very funny. Even at age 10, he wrote a letter to Carol Burnett. And for those of you who are too young and don't know who Carol Burnett was, that was like the comic show. Like a variety was, show. Yeah. It was a variety show. Yeah, it was, it, was a, it was a sketch comedy slash variety show called The Carol Burnett Show, and it was huge. And um, he wrote her a letter when he was 10 and said, um, you should give me a role on the show because I'm already a master of impressions. Um, and Did you see that story he told on Conan where anytime someone showed up to his house, he would throw himself down the stairs yeah. and then <laughs> stand up. And he's like, who wants to see that again? Slow-mo. And then he would do that fucking, since he's looking at the Ace Ventura reverse yeah. slow-mo shit, yeah. all the way back up the stairs, his parents would just shake their fucking head like this yeah. fucking kid. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> So um, he said that his dad was super charismatic. He said that he was the kind of guy that if like if there was a a party, he was the center of the room. He was the center of the gathering. Um, super charismatic guy, a musician. He played the sax and um, he had to pretty much give up his uh, musical career because they had kids and they struggled um, pretty big time financially. At one point, um, the when he was 14 he and his brother had to work eight hour shifts um as janitors and security guards at the tire factory where he worked so they had to go to school all day and then work all night at the tire factory just, I think they also did that at a hotel or something or a hotel yeah, they did all kinds yeah. of stuff. and then at one point it got so bad he lost his job at the tire factory and they all lived in the family vw bus um, the point that led to that was when they were working, I think it was a hotel or a school, same kind of thing though, where they would get out of school and then they would go back and work all night, just cleaning fucking bathrooms and shit. And they all finally decided that as a family that it was, and this is like out, out of his mouth that they would rather be homeless than keep fucking doing what they're doing. Right. And so they just got in the VW bus and fucking lived at a campground Yep, because it was, it was better. I mean, at least it was family time and they're at a campground. There's a fucking lake you can run around, but damn. BW bus, man. I got one of those. I don't know yeah. if I want five yeah. or six people trying to sleep yeah. in that motherfucker. You're trying to leave your even, family. Even with a tent. Yeah, that's that's what I'm trying to do. It's yeah. just me. Maybe maybe a passenger and a guitar. Yeah, I watched a documentary with Jim Carrey talking about when he was homeless, pretty much when he lived in the BMW bus. Is it BMW? No, VW. Vietnamese bus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, you could tell because its eyes are slanted. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah, how you know. Are, yeah. Yeah, it, was, it looks like an angry yeah. Asian yeah. Yeah. in front of it. But uh, yeah, it was pretty interesting like that, you know, you get, you know, somebody who's so famous and, and renowned uh, talking about where they came from. And it was just like, fuck, man, everybody has had that. You everyone's know what I mean? The, like, Jewel, everyone's homeless yeah. always. It's everyone's origin story. Yeah. The behind the music on VH1. That or they just You're don't, a homeless they don't a, person turned, yeah. you know, famous. Yeah. Right. They're like, and my leg was going to fall off. And then now I'm fucking got multi-platinum yeah. albums. Always. That's and he, he said in this whole in this whole era, like he fell in with like a really rough crowd. He said everybody fucking had knives and wanted to fight everybody. He used to have to walk to the job at the tire factory with a baseball bat slung over his shoulder because everybody would try to pick a fight with him <laughs> the whole time he was fucking heading there. So it was not good times at the Carey household uh, at, at that point. Um, but he basically started to he did stand up comedy in a, a comedy club in Toronto when he was 15 and apparently did really well and um went his father supported him and would drive him there to to 
to let him like do comedy. I saw that he fucking crashed and burned his first try. Uh, like he was 14 and his dad drove him to the yuck yuck or some shit. And he went on stage and did a bunch of impressions and it just didn't go well. Like I saw an interview with some of the comedians that were like the veterans at the yuck yuck. Mm. And they were like, yeah, I remember him showing up and he did these impressions and he just fucking bombed. So <laughs> that was at 14. So he left to quit. Cause I saw it 15. The thing that I read said that at 15, he went and did his first set. So maybe he stopped when he was 14, figured out his act. Went That's back. what I was about to say. He came back at yeah. 16 or something like that. And they said more polished and did really well. Yeah. But when he first came out, he did not okay. fucking do well. He bombed. And, and I've heard that is the fucking absolute worst thing, especially for him. Like he had all his fucking eggs in that basket. You know what I mean? He was like, right. this is it. I'm going to be a comedian. Like this is our chance. This is the fucking golden Willy Wonka ticket. We're living in a fucking van. And his dad's right. like, yeah, his dad was an entertainer, you know? So he's probably trying to, mm-hmm. to steer him in that direction. Say you could do it. He could save us. It's and then tough fuck him life. Up. Yeah. And it's a he, big gamble. Right. So at 15, though, he started to succeed and his father started to support him and drive him around. And the day he became 16, which is the day it's legal to drop out of school, he dropped out of school so he could just keep doing comedy. Um, and his father didn't support that, but didn't stop him, you know, try to stop him from doing it. He didn't fight him on it. Um, he tried to talk him out of it. But on his 16th birthday, he dropped out. And um, he still worked at the factory and he would do comedy every time that he had a chance. Um, And this is the era where they were homeless in the the VW van. So he's working in a factory. He's doing stand up comedy. They're living in a van down by the river. Um, And by the Chattahoochee. I mean, it's surprising he didn't become a country singer. Yeah. Like, really, that's that's what should happen. Living down by the river. Yeah. Um, and he says, like, if I didn't start to get some success in Toronto at those comedy clubs, I would have uh, been a tire worker in or I would have worked at the steel, steel mill. Yeah, um, because that's all there was. You know, that's where the good jobs were at. He said, yeah. can you imagine? I mean, well, we wouldn't imagine because we wouldn't even know who the fuck he was. Yeah. But he's just a really fucking weird guy at the steel yeah. mill. That's yeah. what happened. Yeah. That guy is super he's, crazy. He's, he's doing he, Ace Ventura. Excuse me, sir. Your balls are showing. And it's just <laughs> he would have got his arm chopped off or something yeah. when he was hitting yeah. the back of his head on the back of his heels, holding himself he's, in half. He's just walking, fucking. Shaking have you ever his seen that? Head. He went on a talk show at like fucking Leno or something, and he fucking a couple different ones like that where he breaks the fucking coffee mug and starts like trying to stab David Letterman or something. I think uh. like trying to hit him with the shards, and then on like Leno or something he picks himself up and throws his body like a fucking rag doll, like a fish. <laughs> he just like is flopping through the air and just fucking landing on the couch and picking yeah. back, back up, yeah. throwing himself around to, yeah. to the point that the hosts are like scared to have him on probably. Right. Right. Yeah. On one part, they're like, Oh, the ratings, but other parts, that's like, like can't that's, control that's him. his greeting though. He used to throw himself down the stairs. Yeah. You know, like that's and just like rag doll. Body. Flop, I don't even know how he relaxes like, like that. A fish, you, you, know? you want him on the fucking show. Just like back in the day when you'd see yeah. like Robin Williams and it's like, he's booked for one time block. He's going to do two. And I'm not going to ask him one fucking question. Right. He's just going to run around doing weird impressions. Fucking he goes, yeah, Robin jumps up and puts his hands on his hips, goes gay man voice Shakespearean, and yeah. just starts fucking talking to the audience. And you, so cut to, you cut to a break. It's like Jim Carrey, say, especially like early Jim Carrey, when he was always had something to prove. Like now he's like super mellow, like fucking, you know, philosopher in a cave when he shows up for a talk show. But back then he was fucking out of control. Cause you know what he said about that? He said that he, that was one, that was one of his characters, Jim yeah. Carrey. 
Jim Carrey is just one of his characters. He said, and that yeah. was, he was building that up because it's what people liked. And he was playing a character even in life. Right. You know, so now he is now who he is, but that was, you know, fucking fire marshal bill crazy right. and yeah. living color. Yeah. That shit was God in living color was so good, dude. And living color that I was watching an interview with like the, one of the, the sisters of the Wayne's brothers. I don't know uh, her name, but she was talking about, you had to fucking be ready. Like if he was going to be in a scene with you, you better fucking sell that shit because he might only have two lines as the waiter that walks up to your table yeah. and he's got two seconds in that fucking scene. She's like, that fool will show up with a six foot mustache and steal the fucking show yeah. with some bullshit that he does. And no one will remember what the fuck you said right. because the waiter's so ridiculous right. yeah. and he'll just, mm, he'll, just he'll do it. You know, you gotta, you gotta own it. Yeah. Fire Marshal Bill is great. Let me show you sometimes. Is that jacket? Fire retardant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mess with my breasts you die like the rest <laughs> fucking deborah or yeah, whatever deborah. is it deborah no it's not deborah Fine. but he has a little bikini on and mm-hmm. shit uh, I, that up. I forgot about that oh you, yeah then you mess with my breasts you die like the rest he's uh-huh. doing the workout videos so oh, yeah. at this at the early part in his career his father is actually trying to help him hone his act and he's like going to the shows and saying look that didn't work you need to do more of this that didn't work you need to do more of this um, so he did help him kind of uh, polish his, his act a little bit more. And then eventually they got better jobs so they could move into a house. And then he was really able to focus. He didn't have to work as much, you know, doing late night shifts at the factory. So he could really just focus on his. And I just I mean, I have to applaud his fucking family. Like you guys are homeless, living in a van down by the river, and you're still helping your son who's just dropped out of school work on his comedy act instead of doing more shifts at the factory or something. You might just see it. It's their lottery ticket. You know what I mean? That yeah. was their chance. It was their out because it's all you got, especially like, can you imagine having Jim Carrey as your son or your brother or something? Well, even like, if it's not, even if you're not thinking of yourself, you're just looking at him and you're like, he's going to fucking shrivel up and die in the fucking steel mill. This, oh, is, sure. this is his one chance at happiness is, right. is being able to do this. You know, I'm sure no, no one in that van imagined that he was going to be making 20 fucking million dollars a movie, you know, 15 no. years later. No, I think they just wanted him to be happy. Right. But so he goes, he starts doing open mic nights and then he starts to get into regular paid shows. Um, a reviewer from the Toronto star saw Carrie uh, get up on stage and said that uh, he witnessed a quote, genuine star coming to life. And within a very short matter of time, uh, Rodney Dangerfield showed up at that comedy club, watched Jim Carrey once and said, I want you to be my opening act and move to Las Vegas. Yeah. There's a funny story about him letting his dad meet Rodney Dangerfield and uh, Rodney Dangerfield's naked as always. Um, in a bathrobe with his danger fields hanging out yeah. and he's smoking a joint and tries to get Jim Carrey's dad to smoke a joint with him. Um, I think it's on Conan. It was on, yeah, I think it's on that it's Conan on, one. Is that the one where they're drawing? Yeah. Uh, Conan's actually pretty artistic. Yeah, he is. Conan, Conan's picture. He's autistic. Draw, he's autistic. Yeah. They had to draw a picture of each other. Um, and Conan just kept talking about how he loves WWE. And that's, it was because huh. he's so autistic. He just loves it. That's what it was. <laughs> Too far, Brent. No, so they had to draw pictures of each other. And when they flip around the reveal, I thought it was just going to be like some fucking hangman chicken scratch shit yeah. on Conan's paper. No, it was good. And it was like a legit fucking picture. Jeopardy. It was good. No, no, it was good. good job. Yeah, like Jeopardy. Celebrity thing. Jeopardy. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, he also opened for Buddy Hackett. And I mean, if we're talking in the fucking late seventies, early eighties, if you're opening for Buddy Hackett and fucking Rodney Dangerfield in Vegas, that's about as good as it gets being a stand-up comedian. Yeah, yeah. Sure. that's that's like this that's a serious launch to a, you're to in a, a good career. spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he doesn't do that very long. He bails on Vegas and he moves to Hollywood because he realizes I, you know, if I wanna step out this is where i have to do it so he starts to go to the comedy store he starts to do shows at the improv um and then he finally ends up doing uh the uh, thing on the tonight show in for the 1980-81 season of saturday night live he auditioned for the show but he didn't get on um which is that's crazy yeah i mean that's the fucking you gotta have the skills apparently to fucking pay the bills like jim carrey doesn't make it on snl well, that was also in 80, so he still would have been really rough. I mean, Lauren Michaels was probably looking at this kid and thinking, I, I can't rein this kid in. Yeah, he's too like, wild. He's not going to do a You never know what they told him, too. Like, hey, you're good, but you need to wash yeah. out. Like, right, you know, right. Like, they gave back, the old come American back next Idol year. speech. Yeah, come back next year. Yeah. You know, try it again. You know, like, if this is what you really want to do, you'll be back, you know. Because you be, you've got to be willing to to be on the team. You know, yeah. for a show like that, you can't just be a solo act. And that's maybe true. That's what yeah, and it, yeah, it might have. Yeah, you might be right. They're looking at him like, no, like he's not going to fit in with who we have. Right. Like maybe at a later date, we have different comics. Right. You know, like right. he might fit in better, but right now he's too over the top. Yeah, well, that's the fucking truth. Um, but he keeps doing stand up uh, and and honing his craft, and then finally in 1990, um, he lands a. a spot on in living color and again if you're a, a youngster and you don't know what in living color is it's worth going back and looking at it it's a very very 90s show but it was a, a half hour comedy and it was like a saturday night live sketch show and there were just great great people on it david allen greer was on it uh jim carrey was on it the wayans brothers um, he was actually jim carrey jamie, was the only white jamie, guy on there yeah he was jamie fox was on it yeah. Uh, oh yeah, Jamie Fox. J Lo uh, was one of the Fly Mar Girls. Uh, yeah, J Lo was the choreographer and did all that stuff. What's his name? Martin Lawrence. Martin Lawrence. Was Martin he on there? Yeah. I think he was, he was on there. Right? Bradley Black Enzo Washington. Yeah. He was on. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. Bill Smith. I'm hey, what's sure. the what's the big dude in the Green Mile? The big black guy. I don't know his name. I don't either. Mr. Bojangles. Yeah. He was yeah. on there. Passed he was away. Yeah. Passed away. He did pass he away. Yeah. He's a big black vegan. Watch out, Dave. Yeah, he was. Passed away. He gets you, Mr. Bojangles. Yeah, he's gonna give you his eggplant in the afterlife. <laughs> yeah, he is. Um. So, but yeah, he was on the show for four years, uh, and it was it was a pretty popular show. It was it was pretty successful, and I mean, pretty much he and Jamie Fox were the two stars of the show. Yeah, um, you remember Jamie Fox put on the fucking know. lipstick Homie or whatever the, the fuck he did. Homie so, the clown's pretty Homie good. The clown was good. What else was there? Who doesn't know Homie the Clown though? Like, I mean, yeah, Dude, in Living Color, there. like, how did In Living Color ever quit? Like, how is that not a thing? Like, that was so good. Yeah, it's homie, just not, homie the Clown. Very good. I don't know. I, I, I was Homie yeah. the Clown one year for Halloween. Were you? Did they not? Yeah. Did they it's not adapt? So you know, or something? Like, did the comedy stay stale? Like, did they need new characters? Like, what happened? Uh, network probably. You know, they're like, yeah, so along. good though. There had to be demand for it. I mean. I don't know. It, it now it would have just been. Out. I mean, Jamie Foxx started stepping out and doing movies. Jim Carrey started stepping out and doing movies. If those two are leaving to do movies and you're holding auditions trying to replace them and you're just realizing we can't do it, then the show's over. 
Right. You know, I mean, Saturday Night Live weathers some shitty seasons. It's like you get this amazing cast and they all leave at the same time. And there will be like two years where no one wants to fucking watch it because it's garbage. And it's like if you if you're a brand new show four years in on a brand new network, Fox only launched in 1989. So this is a brand new network that no one's even watching. It's like you can't survive a winter of bad actors, you know. So, you remember they did that skit, hated it, where there were the two gay guys in like, uh-huh. the lounge chairs yep. and the ridiculous little fucking hats and the shit. Hats on, and they'd be like yeah, yeah. doing the two snaps thing and shit. Uh-huh. There were, I, I can't think of something that was bad on there, honestly. It's all this good. It was a funny show. Yeah, it was, it was a great show. show. Nene was on show. there. And, oh, they had the, the, the crippled superhero. What was his name? Where he would just come fucking... Uh, like that was like a Wayne's brother, wasn't falling it? Falling through like the window. It was Damon Wayne's. I can't remember what his name was. Movie? I think they did make a movie of it. I'm not bragging about that, but the skit on the show was yeah. good. Yeah. He, he would just come fucking like falling through the window and the shit. How so was his name? In ninety what's yeah. that? Oh no. Brad's Googling it. Okay. In ninety four, he does uh Ace Venture, a pet detective, and um even the the I was, I read one article and it was, and Andy, Andy man, he's at the wheelchair. Yeah. 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 David Allen Greer, who was on the show, who's actually one of the funniest fuckers out there. Like he didn't, he's not like the star of the show funny, but he was always just like this rock solid comedic actor to, yeah, where, he was in boomerang. Like, where did he go? That's the last thing I remember him being in. It was boomerang. Who is that? But in some TV shows, David I Allen saw an interview with him recently. He does a lot of theater. He's like a trained Shakespearean actor um, who also did that comedy, but um, he used to be the opening act, right. Or the opener. Like in, if you go to see a sitcom get filmed, there's a comedian who like gets the crowd going before anything else starts to get everyone laughing. And that was what he did. And he even recalled that he said that uh, on this particular episode, Jim Carrey wasn't going to be on it because he's filming the big movie Ace Ventura Pet Detective and everyone just laughed because they thought it was a joke. Right. Because there could not be a movie called Ace Ventura Pet Detective. Um, And he was like, no, he's filming a movie. And everybody was like, this movie's just going to be awful. It's going to flop. He was in Chicago doing stand-up a few days before the, the movie came out, before Ace Ventura came out. And his managers took him to dinner and said Siskel and Ebert, which were like, that's it. Like they were film critics in America. If they said it was thumbs up or thumbs down, your movie fucking lived or died. But he said um, they didn't like it. And quote, I mean, they violently hated it. He says, hated it. They hated Ace Ventura. Yeah, they they panned it Ventura like more than they panned most. Like it was dog shit, according to them. But that's um, that's that's one movie that the sequel was as good, if not better, yes, than the first one. Yeah, yeah, it's rare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That very fucking, rare. Man, very number rare. two. That's the crawling out the rhino. That's the crawling out the rhino. Your ass. balls are showing. Yes, yeah. Bumblebee a tuna. Yeah, Bumblebee tuna to you. Yes. <laughs> so it made a hundred million dollars, which at the time was just massive, massive success. On a you know, you know he rewrote most of that script. Like that right. was part of the agreement. And I guess Courtney Cox didn't like him at first. She called her manager. She's like, who is this guy? not funny and then they, she ended up fucking loving him you know what i mean yeah so he ends up getting just because that movie was so big his second movie was the mask and he got a four hundred and fifty thousand uh, dollar fee for the mask 
Um, but then the Ace Ventura blew up, so he should have gotten a lot more for the mask. But they signed the contract before Ace Ventura blew up, so fuck off. You're not getting any money. And The Mask was huge. The Mask was another huge strange movie, though, right? I didn't like that movie. He got a Golden Globe nomination, which is crazy. Like, your second film in and you get a he didn't win but he got a golden globe nomination uh for for the mask i think the mask didn't work because it was too ambitious for the technology yeah i weird. think they tried to do tune like cartoon special effects yeah. it's kind of the roger rabbit yeah. Yeah, it, just, yeah. it wasn't ready like it would have it needed a couple years for cgi to to get better in order for that to really work um, as far as I'm concerned, but um, then the mask blew up as well. And by the time he went to film Dumb and Dumber, he suddenly got seven million dollars for his third movie, which is fucking crazy. Oh, Dumb um, and Dumber is so good. He actually had a chip tooth for that, and yeah. they like took it out so that he could have a chip tooth because he has he had like a what's it called when you have one over your tooth? He had like a cap over it, right? And so they, oh, they removed it to yeah. show his real fucking broken right. ass tooth. Yeah, because so we always wondered what the special effect was, and it was like, yeah. oh, I have a busted ass tooth. I just took the cap off so you could see that it's busted. God, that, that movie and is I so did, fucking I, good. I, I never got into Dumb and Dumber either. Really? Like, no. Yeah. Oh man, have you watched? I've watched entirety? them. Yeah, yeah, I've watched them. I just, I, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I'm with you. I never got into there's, Dumb and Dumber. Though. There's funny parts for sure. Yeah. Like there's funny parts. The toilet like, scene. Yeah, there's funny parts. I just, I don't know. Like. There's movies like Ace Ventura I can watch over and over again. Like the, those movies are really rare. Happy Gilmore, right? Um, I can I've seen that movie I don't know how many times. I can I can quote along with it. You right. know what I mean? It's probably like you and Goonies. You yeah. know, like no, I love I can quote and, Happy Gilmore. Too. Yeah. So I, we actually for the last three days, CJ Laser and I have been learning the Leonard Skinner Tuesday whatever song that is the ha- yeah the Happy Gilmore thing. I can play the lead part yeah. now, and and uh, CJ plays the chorus. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. And, and we've been, been real busy at the computer yeah. shop, as you can tell. I learned the Leonard Skinner song. Yeah. So, yeah, there's there's movies that you can just watch over and over again. Um, and Ace Ventura is one of them, you know, both of them. One and two. I like two better than one. Um, <laughs> Dumb and Dumber is pretty fucking good. I just, man. yeah, I just, never I need got to watch it again. I never got into I remember, what's his name? Jeff Daniels. Is that the other? Uh, he's great, yeah. too, man. Jeff he's Daniels. funny. They're, yeah, they're funny. There's a great it's, Saturday Night Live skit uh, that came out years after Dumb and Dumber. And like the premise of the skit is he's on, he's playing himself and he's on a talk show and they're talking about like all the gravitas of acting. And, you know, then they, they keep bringing up all these serious, like award winning roles that he's done. And they're like, you know, how did you tap into that character? And, you know, it was so interesting and blah, blah, blah. And he was like, actually, in, in, the, in the pivotal moment of the film is where your character makes this decision. So let's go ahead and show the clip. And then the clip is him in Dumb and Dumber shitting. <laughs> right and then they come back and like i'm i'm sorry i don't know what happened and then like he keeps setting up all these like like just basically talking about how he's this amazing actor who's done all this serious shit and then it just keeps cutting back to the shit scene because think about it's the truth funny. of it is like when you look at people that are actors and yeah. the ones that we reward are the ones that are dramatic mm-hmm. right yeah. we don't reward comedy generally in the no. same fashion no, so yeah. and when you think about it though it's it's way harder to be funny oh, i no, think yeah than it is because if you're well, being I someone, think it, I think it's equal on a scale. I don't think about this though. You've probably had your dad die or something and cried yeah. before, right? So like you know what that is. Like you've yeah. cried before. You can you've force been, you've been mad before. Yeah, you can force. Yeah, drama. you've been mad before. Yeah. You've been sad before. But some people are not fucking funny, yeah. or they've never been funny. Like for right. someone to do some shit under pressure, yeah. um, on call, like when someone says, "Do this now." And be fucking funny and make it believable and genuine. That's fucking huge. Yeah. That's I think that's that's got to be more difficult. 
than than being dramatic. You know, what I mean, and I can act got it like the other thing about comedy, and I think this gets into a reason why I think a personally, I think a lot of dramatic actors don't do comedy because of ego. Because with comedy, you can't like your ego has to be left at the fucking door. You have to be willing to exploit like the worst parts of yourself to get a laugh. You have to, it's like, I just watched a thing that, that uh, Jack Black posted during his like quarantine right now. And it's just him in a cowboy hat with these fucking TikTok. Yeah. With his tight short shorts. And he's just fucking doing this ridiculous ass dance with his big fat belly sticking out. And he's just fucking kicking and flipping. And it's, it's funny because because it's Jack Black and he knows this isn't funny if I don't take my shirt off and if I don't have a big fat belly. Yeah. And it's like, if you I'm, don't go above and beyond, it's not, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going above and beyond. I'm exploiting something that I otherwise should be humiliated by. And I'm not, I'm fucking embracing it. And that's where you get the laugh. You have yeah. to be willing to fucking take one for the team to be a, a comedian. And I think a lot of like big time comedic or big time dramatic actors, once they really get into it, like I can't see Tom Cruise really going all out in a fucking, you know, crazy, crazy comedy because his he has though. he has though he did it in the one he did in, in that one, but it was a different yeah. kind of a thing it was just, it wasn't really him with an ensemble cast he was in full makeup he was just becoming a character yeah but to true. fully make yeah. fun of yourself and be willing to to let that happen well that's, that's what i'm saying too is like if i told you right now like pretend like your grandma died and cry like it might not be real believable but you'd pull off a pretty passable sad fucking whatever if i said pretend like you're fucking mad at me you could get angry and fucking yell at me like yeah. i just fucking did something bad to you but if i said be funny right fucking now yeah like if i say be angry you do it i say be sad you do it be angry yeah or, or, and be funny that's tough you're not going to just pull some fucking joke out of your ass right. most likely you're not going to be able to make me laugh on the spot right. and I, that's why i have an extra appreciation for it. i don't think it's proportionately rewarded um, yeah. in the movie. and it's it's not. Not, it's not it's not given the the kudos and stuff i mean it started to more lately um but it, it doesn't get the kudos of, of dramatic acting um but so ace ventura dumb and dumber and the mass collectively make 270 million dollars and it makes him somewhat of a of a of a comedy golden boy at the time um so they film um ace ventura 2 in 95 batman forever in 95 that's rough that uh, not good. cable guy in 96 and um liar liar in 97 and batman forever and cable guy really put a ding on his career because no one liked him but liar liar got a lot of critical yeah. like good uh, critical that was a good movie people think it's funny <laughs> liar liar that's a he fucking beats yeah. himself up in the bathroom yeah. <laughs> like that fucking movie is good but again looking at the money so ace ventura 2 uh made um 212 million dollars worldwide keeping in mind that his top three that made him a star combined were 270 ace ventura just did 212 and this is in 95 like 212 million dollars at the box office i mean that might as well be a billion dollar movie by today's you know movie standards comedies don't do the level of success that jim carrey comedies were doing back then not very often anyway And I saw uh, a thing that he's worth 120 million, which that's a fuck ton of money. But it, I was surprisingly, I was like, that doesn't seem that doesn't seem yeah, enough. Yeah. yeah. Like the guy that does hot ones, I was, I don't know if I already said this, but the guy that does hot ones is worth like $43 million. I was like, how in the fuck is the hot sauce guy? Like, we're hot sauce guys. We're fucking up somewhere. Yeah, like he's worth yeah. $43 million. 
Well, he owns that whole fucking YouTube channel. Yeah, but now he has a game show called Hot Ones the Game Show where regular people go on there and and team up against each other like mm. kind of like a Price is Right or something. Yeah. Um and they eat hot sauce and they're fucking wrecked. Mm. I was, there's no way, man. I, like I know I can eat Triple X, but I cannot have 2 million Scoville. I'm really yeah, you impressed. get in you get into those novelty hot sauces and there's no I mean, they're a novelty. They're not intended to be consumed. They're intended to cause pain, you know? Dude, like Charlize Theron goes on there. There's people that just fucking handle yeah, it, dude. rush it, dude. Like, I'm like, wow. Because, yeah. like, even Triple X, if I overdo it, it'll still fuck me up. That's yeah. 12,500. Yeah. And that's, like, that's like third on their list. Yeah. Like, it jumps up to the bomb or whatever. It's, like, 100,000 and just wrecks people, dude. Yeah. I can't even think straight. Like, you no, panic. I no. I'd have a panic attack and embarrass myself so bad. People get up <laughs> on that on the, on the, the bomb one, and they fucking start doing laps. Multiple people have stood up and had to walk fucking laps. And the consistent note everyone gives is, wow, that's just disgusting. Yeah, like, like it does all the other good. all the other ones at that Scoville level, they're just talking about the fact that they're hot, but they always stop at the bomb and they're like, This is this doesn't even taste good either. Like so, someone impressed me. I've been watching a shit ton of those and actually handled it and was able to talk about the flavor. I think it's Dax Shepard fucking oh, yeah, he he crushed like, it. Oh. And he's like, Oh, this one's pretty good. Like yeah. I'm the hottest fucking yeah. one. And he got another like, one. Because you can't fake. Yeah, no. you can't fake yeah. it. No. You, your eyes are gonna fucking water, you're gonna choke, you're gonna get the hiccups, your face is gonna turn red, you're gonna fucking yeah. sweat. Like there's no faking that that's not bothering you. But then his, like wife, his wife crushed life. it too. Oh, I didn't watch hers. I got to watch oh, her. She fucking thing. crushed his wife. Uh, uh, Kristen Bell. Oh, yeah. that's right. Yeah. Veronica Mars. Yeah. So I'd, you start I'd crush, to, it. I'd crush it. I'm saying that. What's that? Veronica Mars and Dax Shepard. I don't Veronica care. Mars. Yeah. She's on the good place now. That's yeah. a newer yeah. one. Nah, I'm, I, I know. I don't like that show. You don't like that show? Nah, that's I tried. Cool. That was funny. Yeah. So he he takes a dramatic turn and does uh, the Truman Show in 1998. He wins the Golden Globe for Best Actor. I got to admit, Truman Show is like one of my all-time favorite movies. It's a good movie. I fucking love that movie. I like the plot of it. Like The concept I mean, is Yeah, great. the concept's great. Like, yeah. it's, a, it's a really good movie. He does a great job. I feel like I'm on that show sometimes. Especially when I'm, like I'm on that show all the time. Like I'm in Paperboy, like it's like a fucking random tire just rolls out in front of my car. Like when you need to be somewhere, like how is this happening? Yeah. How is an old man with a walker going two yeah. miles an hour in front of me? Is this at, stopping at me two from in dying? The morning. Yeah, was I gonna die if yeah. this guy didn't step out in front of my yeah. car? At this particular era in my life, like I just got done reading a bunch of uh, X Men comics about the Mojo Universe, and the Mojo Universe basically televises our universe, and you can just watch what's happening all the time if you live in that universe and that kind of started to get in my head because i was like what if that's actually happening somewhere and then yeah then the same year the truman show i think the same month i might be wrong but like within a month i saw them i saw the truman show and the matrix like almost back to back and i was really having a hard time with reality <laughs> like, I was like this is not fucking helping me this yeah, is not helping so me at all if I cut my wrist right now, <laughs> am I really going to bleed to death? Fuck. Is it going to happen? But no, I, I, and I used to play the Matrix and the Truman Show in my classes and question the nature of reality. So I've seen the Truman Show like endless times, just playing it over and over for my classes. But fuck, it never got old to me. It's just such a great movie. movie. If you haven't seen the Truman Show, I think it's not like an over the top, funny, wacky movie. That's not what it was. But um, I think it's to me, it's Jim Carrey's best movie. And it's definitely worth a watch while you're in quarantine. So so give it a shot. And then he, and then his immediate follow up was Man in the Moon, 
Um, and we talk a lot about that one in the Andy Kaufman episode. So if you want to hear a, a deeper dig on that, definitely go um, to to that episode. But yeah, he gets he basically becomes Andy Kaufman and his so-called manager Zamuda. And like he's not even like he, he refers to Jim Carrey in like the third person. Like like they have to ask him if he can like they basically have to ask Andy Kaufman on set if he can relay information to Jim Carrey. Like to the point of compulsion. Like I don't even think he had a choice in the matter. No, I don't think so uh, either. That point. I mean, I That's think it's like take, it, it takes over. Yeah. Um, well, and- I think one of those things too that like he probably respected Andy Kaufman so much that he wanted to do. Oh, for sure. The part of justice, you know what I mean? Yeah. And he knew he could. It might be the only way you can do something like yeah. that. Yeah. That's why no one could have done well, that. Well, and that's what I said about Tom Cruise, about when he was when he was jumping on fucking Oprah's couch and everyone <laughs> thought he was crazy. That was the exact same time that he was in Tropic Thunder when he was playing fucking Les Grossman, oh, not even on the bill of the that's movie. True. Yeah. And so he was he was probably still fucking in yeah, crazy characters. Um, yeah. yeah. That a lot. You'll see actors like freak the fuck out like Joaquin Phoenix did it on Letterman when he was doing that weird documentary like he was all fucking weird on it uh Crispin Glover uh when he was on Letterman it was all I can jump I can kick and doing all that weird shit that's because he was still in character for this weird ass fucking you have a hard time getting out of character that's what Tropic Thunder makes fun of like that's what's fucking great about it because those actors are all fucking so developed in their character that they forget who the fuck they are in real life it it made me question like is like do I do things I do because it is my character like it's you know what I mean like yeah because I've developed this thing it's like oh Brent does that thing and it's your go-to. I think, I think you grab so. it out of your bag. Think, so when you're an actor and you have all those tricks in your bag, yeah. you're like, oh, I've got an accent for that. Oh, yeah. I have a fucking a mode of operation that would fit yeah. in the situation. They grab that fucking tool to get through that situation. Yeah. And so they just have more availability of, of personalities. You know what I mean? Right. It's in their bag. They can grab it just as easy yeah. as you could do like an oaky accent. Yeah. You know, they can act Why like something else. Why is it me? Else. You're talking to Dave You have me? a great, no, Brad, the huh. best Oklahoma wow. accent. Yeah. We can't do it here. It's. Yeah. I mean, I'll I'll freely admit that Professor David Moten is a character of mine. Right. Like, yeah, you got put on. Yeah, show. you're not you're not the same person on the podcast. No, it's close. Like I, my characters have all merged as I've gotten older. Like my my professorship and my daily life used to be radically different, especially when I was young. I mean, I was like a professor yeah. when well, you I were smoking the ganja. Yeah. Right. I mean, I'm like 21 and teaching at college and I have to act as professional as I fucking can because otherwise no one's going to take me seriously. Now that I've been like department chair and whatever, I could give two fucks. Like, this is me. Like, I I probably say fuck 20% less, you know. <laughs> 20%. No, that's not that much. <laughs> no. That's but, like two out of 10, Dave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's, but there's still a, uh, you know, a character hey, what, there. What's your, uh, what's your Trent name for the record? I need to know what your Trent name is. <laughs> your Trent I, don't, name. I don't think I really have one. No, no. That was Demo. Oh, oh maybe. It's, oh, it's Kid Nugget for sure. Kid Nugget. Yeah, yeah. Kid Nugget might smoke some weed, but yeah. Dave Moten does not. He's a yeah. professor. No, Dave Moten smoked weed twice and didn't like it. And professor, I know. I was, I was with him once. Professor Damn, Jordan. So anyway, he does uh, Man in the Moon, which again, I think Man in the Moon is a good movie uh, for sure. 
but I think if you want to watch Man in the Moon, I would just skip it and start fucking YouTubing Andy Kaufman shit for a while. Watch some documentaries about Andy Kaufman. Watch the documentary about uh, what's it called? Jim Tax and Andy. Jim and Andy, The Great Beyond on Netflix. And it's going to give you to get that understanding of what he did on stage and the ballsy shit that he did and how far Andy Kaufman pushed things, his ridiculousness with uh, the WWF and uh, Jerry Law. I mean, just beautiful. Oh, I forgot about the wrestling. Oh, shit. Yeah, Jerry the King Lawler. Yeah. yeah. And it was great that in the movie Lawler came back to play himself, um, you know, in those scenes uh, and Letterman played himself as well. So that was cool. Um, but so he starts to at this point, he's just like a, a standard. He's a staple of Hollywood, right? He's making uh, tens or 20 million dollars per movie. Um, and he starts to crank stuff out. Me, myself and Irene, uh, how the Grinch stole Christmas, uh, Bruce Almighty, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Um, they're all successful movies, right? I mean, success after success. None of these are are duds financially. They, they might not be like record smashing, you know, things, but they're all rock solid uh, comedy. And comedy is kind of it's easier to become uh, it's easier to get rich, I think, doing comedy than it is doing drama or sci fi because they're usually so low budget. That's yeah. true. Maybe that's your payoff. Maybe that's the proportionate trade. I mean, me, myself, and Irene, it's, you know, the biggest thing in the budget is going to be Renee Zellweger and Jim Carrey. Everything else is just normal sets around town. Like, we don't have, you know, we don't have to create fucking Thanos with his infinity gauntlet for fucking seven hours with nothing but that's CG. True. It's like none of that's there. They're so cheap and, to produce. And, and that they, movie's funny too. Like yeah. it's a good movie. Yep. All yep. of its kids are black. Like, it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> and I wasn't crazy about eternal sunshine of the spotless mind. I only saw it once and I was, I just wasn't feeling it. I, it's I'm, kind of a weird one, right? I've it's kind of artsy it. lost in translation. Kind of yeah. strange. I'm yeah. told I need to to do it to to watch it again, but he kind of dropped out of a lot of shit for a while, and then in 2018 he did um, the Showtime series uh, Kidding, um, which is still going. I haven't watched it. He plays like a, a Mr. Rogers esque children's character, or you know, uh, no, uh, is that the Mr. Pickles? Yeah, yeah, Mr. Pickles Jeff, is the okay, Mr. Pickles. Okay, okay. Um, so, but yeah, that one's on kidding. Uh, he produced a show on Showtime as well. I know that, oh, that's why I was getting confused. The TV show baskets on FX with, never, uh, never seen that. We should, you should at least be aware that it's set in Bakersfield. Hmm. Oh, I have seen that. Is that the rodeo clown? Zach Galifianakis plays a clown. The rodeo clown. I don't know. It's he plays two clowns. I think maybe. I did watch some of that. I didn't know that. Uh, there's just some shit. I don't think most of it's in Bakersfield. No, no, no. It's set in Bakersfield. They probably filmed in Visalia or some shit. Yeah, strangely. because they have to make it look like a cow town. I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to make it? Bakersfield doesn't meet the expectation of what it actually looks like. No, right, yeah. Um. But that role was it was written and intended for Jim Carrey um, because he worked with the producers who ended up doing Kidding, but he didn't want to do it. And then they wrote the script for Kidding, and he was like, now that I want to do. So he's been doing that. Um, his first that seems movie, more 
like toned down too, like as far as like the character wise. And I, and I think too, like, if you think about it, like think about like Ace Ventura, how much energy it took just to walk oh, fucking a wow. hundred yards. Right. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like fucking, yeah. that would have had to have been like yeah. an amazing amount of energy. Yeah. Yeah, the same thing through like Dumb and Dumber, like you know, trying to play those characters like takes so much fucking energy. So and like, I gotta tell you, I I hated when when Ace Ventura came out. I fucking hated it. Fucking hated it. Didn't see it at the movie theater. Watched it on HBO. Called it bullshit. Refused to watch it. I was like, this is the dumbest fucking shit ever. The second one came out. Hated it. My sister hated it. My whole family was all fucking snobbing on it and hating on it and thinking it was bullshit. And it was Christmas uh, Eve and we were at my mom's house and everybody was, I didn't drink at the time, but everybody was getting fucking drunk and we were flipping through the channels and we got to the rhino scene in the second Ace Ventura. But you turned it off before that. What's that? The last prior. Said, you didn't you give it a chance. You, you didn't give it a chance prior. You right, never right, got right. To but yeah. we landed on that and the whole family was sitting there and we're watching him <laughs> fucking climb out of the rhino's ass. But the kids watch. We were just sold. Like we, from that point on, we were watching it and I was like, okay, this is comic gold. I now have to watch the first one. And then I watched the first one and fucking laugh my ass off at it. Like that rhino moment. It's I one watched, of the funniest things I've ever seen. I've forgotten how much like funny shit there was, but watching clips and highlights and yeah. the documentaries for him, it was just showing him fucking like power walking next to the runner, like trying to look at everybody's ring to see if their little oh, stone yeah, was yeah, missing yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And the journals and yeah. shit and just every face. But that one fucking thing that was blew my mind. I got to find like a good clip of it is there was a comedian talking about when he went on stage, he did this move every time he laughed, he would do this fake laugh and he threw himself backwards, flat footed on the fucking stage. He throws himself like into a backbend. Oh, yeah. And his fucking like his head almost hits his fucking back of his knees, dude. And he comes back up. Yeah. And he doesn't. I don't know how that's fucking physically possible. It's <laughs> like a funny. certain fact. But there were so many little clips. I was just fucking crying just trying to study for this. Yeah. Yeah. And then he did uh, Sonic the Hedgehog most recently playing Dr. Robotnik, um, which I sort of, want, I sort of watched it. Yeah. Next, I, was, I have I was it. streaming. So. It, uh, it's not out yet. It was it? on a ripoff stream thing, and that's why I was having trouble yet. It, it was buffering like every yeah. fucking five minutes. Like I think it's, I think it's out. I think it shows up on Google Play when I launch Google. Play. Uh, okay, yeah, I, I wanted Which, to watch. I'm it. thinking right now, actually, a lot of things should be out. Like that Bloodshot, like that stuff just came oh, out because yeah. movies are supposed to be in the theater aren't in the theater right now. Well, well I know all, they're. It's all buyable. It's all. Yeah. It's all twenty bucks on Google Play, twenty bucks on Amazon. Like you can just go buy Bloodshot, and you can buy Sonic, and that the new Disney movie that came out, you can just buy that one, or it's on Disney Plus. Like they're just selling it because there's no other way to monetize it because movie theaters are closed. I know, dude. I wonder how that affected a couple, like some of the productions of like, damn, oh. they put a bunch like Bloodshot, probably supposed to be huge, probably put tons of money into it. Yeah. Vin Diesel, all this shit, and then like, oh, straight to fucking DVD. Like, yeah. damn. Yeah. Kicking the but balls. at the same time, though, straight to DVD, where more people might end up watching it than would have gone to the movie theater because everybody's sitting at home bored as fuck trying to find new shit to That's stream. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, you might break out even on the back end and have a bigger fan base ready for a sequel because everybody watched that motherfucker sitting at home, right? I'm, I promise I'm, you, whatever that goddamn Tiger documentary is, wouldn't have been uh, about I'm shit. Kidding. Wouldn't have been about shit if it wasn't for the corona virus i don't know maybe dude yeah. i don't know i i maybe it wouldn't have got its chance or caught fire so quick but that shit's pretty interesting and the craziest thing we live in such a fucking simulation 
that that tiger thing got so fucking hot and so much publicity and it's every fucking meme. And then what happens because of the coronavirus, that shit gets popular. It's all everyone's talking about. It's the first animal that gets diagnosed with coronavirus, a tiger. fucking tiger. Yeah. I was like, what in the fucking weird ass conspiracy is going on? <laughs> what does a tiger have to do with anything? What is a tiger? Does that mean something? Yeah. Like what is fucking happening? So weird. Yeah, it is weird. Well, I was, I said something. Uh, I don't think the tigers have a coronavirus. Fuck. Bullshit. I don't, yeah, I don't, think, I don't so think so either. I was, I was talking about something. I was telling my wife, I was telling my wife something. Shut up, make me a sandwich. And I, no. Uh, um, that's what you got to tell them, bro. Yeah, I tell her that, yeah. but she don't listen. Um, <laughs> but I was talking about something. I was like, oh, blah, 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 whatever, like this thing. And then she's like, oh, and like about, I don't know, fucking 30 minutes later, I was like, oh, there's the commercial for it right there. It came on. Yeah. And, I, and she's like, you do that all the time. But like, if it, how was is it streaming it? though? No, it wasn't okay. streaming. It was watching it was streaming. On, no. You can influence it. Yeah. No, it wasn't it. streaming. Well, come on. Yeah. No, it was DirecTV. It was whatever was on the cable channel. Right. And okay, she's like, you always do that. She's like, every time you're talking about something, then like we see it or something. I don't know. DirecTV, like, even though it's uh, it's cable, they might be able to uh, regionally like stream uh, that, but not specific to you. No, I it was really think, weird. It was yeah. like a heart guard, like dog heartworm pill. Oh, right. Because I was talking about the new medicine that supposedly um, kills or takes care of the COVID. Um Oh, the they're trying yeah and the it, it's called malaria like, no it's not that not one. not that one it's a parasite pill okay um and and i was saying and i was like oh it's right here on this fucking dog medicine and then because uh, i was looking it up and then like fucking 10 minutes later fucking the commercial comes on that's and cool. I was like, she's like so you heard it here weird. just take dog medicine you'll be that's fine right. you're good just eat dog heart, heart guard. yeah heart guard yep. i was wondering how much you have to take as a human um to you know twice as much as a dog i'm pretty sure that's the yeah, twice oh, as much yeah. as the dog and then eat a bunch of kibble that's the mm-hmm. but then i was wondering if the other ingredient was safe i'm sure whatever the other yeah. thing was who knows though because like ibuprofen will kill your fucking dog you know no, what I mean? you can give him ibuprofen you no you're not supposed to look Why? that up it's not the same as it is for humans it does not metabolize correctly it causes renal failure oh you can give them tylenol i don't know about that read yeah. that before you, i was joking about the fucking other thing but t- before you take brad's no, 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 you yeah. can. The vet, the vet, the vet said, you, yeah, yeah, you the can vet said. But yeah. ibuprofen or something, they'll have renal failure. You can't give it to them. They say that about chocolate too, though. And you always see like a Dogs chihuahua ate, ate a whole stocking yeah. for yeah. fucking. It, it's because it can fun. happen. It yeah. doesn't mean that it will. Right. So in 2017, um, after he hadn't really done much for a while, he produced a six-minute documentary that was about himself called "I Needed Color," and. I remember seeing it when it came out and I was like, wow, he's kind of fucking deep and I'll, I'll post the link in the show notes, but it's a, it's a short documentary. Um, and it's about him painting and what painting means to him. And you always hear like musicians and, and actors and stuff go into painting, uh, and do it as a hobby and whatever. But I got to say a lot of his paintings are really fucking cool. Like, I think so too, man. Some people were hating on it, but I mean, and I'm not an artist, but so I'm kind of in awe of anything that's above what I can do. Yeah. I did think one thing though, I was like, God, it's probably expensive to try to paint like that. Cause he just had so much paint. Oh yeah. It would cost a fortune. Doing crazy shit. Like yeah. I know like one of those little toothpaste tubes is probably 12 bucks yeah. or something. And, he's, and yeah. he had like fucking, fucking thousands. Yeah. I was like, God damn. Yeah. But no man, that and the comedians in cars, uh, drinking coffee or having coffee or whatever with uh, Seinfeld that mm-hmm. they do, they go into his art studio as well. That's a good little episode to watch with Jim yeah. Carrey. It's pretty interesting. He talks a lot about his family and his yeah. dad and 
and he's real earnest on that episode. It's pretty cool. Ernest. And the it gets it gets political. Like a lot of his paintings right now are basically taking stabs at the Trump administration, and he's yeah. always in trouble in the media for this <laughs> painting or that painting. And he basically just uses it on Instagram. Like every time he paints a new painting, that's like apparently all he posts on Instagram are pictures of his new shit. So people are always looking for it as a way to 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 talk shit about Trump based on whatever whatever painting that he did. I uh, saw one where it's uh it's Trump like rubbing his nipples looking at a fudge sundae with cherries on top or something weird like, <laughs> all excited fantastic yeah. thing yeah. whether well, you like trump or not that's a lot of them whether you like them or not they're fucking great fucking hilarious. Like, yeah. yeah um and he talked i don't, about, I don't know that I don't, I don't know that anybody actually likes trump even the people that voted for him it's just you know, right. <laughs> you can't really like that guy as like a person. You can like his politics, like right, that's fine. Right. But like, as, like actually, Trump, mm, yeah, it's hard. It's a hard one. Hard sell. Um, but yeah, he, he talks a lot about his own depression, like uh, how he's always like he's depressed. Hollywood depresses him. Hollywood fucks with him. Um, he used to take Prozac and different stuff to get it, but now that he started doing um, uh, painting, that kind of takes the place of anything. And he's very sort of grounded and meditative. He meditates all the time. He's very monk-like in his interviews. Well, he got he got weird too for a little while. Oh yeah, like he got, he got real weird. Yeah, I think that was the finding himself. It seems to me that he went through a finding himself phase, and now he's found. Like is what it kind I think of so yeah because like the whole like the MMR vaccine thing like uh, I think that was Jenny McCarthy talking a little bit too yeah she's super opinionated well about, she wrote about, a book on yeah. it and stuff and like I have to be honest like my son is four mm -hmm. and he and he has to go to pre K well he doesn't have to go but it's we signed him up for pre K nervous well no we got we we had to take him to get the shots and I right. know we did the vaccinations episode right. a long time ago but it still sticks with you right mm -hmm. and and my wife's sister is like a fucking anti-vaxxer right. you know like so she's like fucking has everything in the world to say and you know everybody has opinions and everybody has well the truth of the matter is it not. does it does cause problems in a very small percentage well of kids. yeah like, you don't yeah. know for sure well, we 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 talked about that right. you know what i mean and 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 so um yeah so like i was like fuck like even though i'm on board for vaccinations I think, obviously i think you gotta roll the dice is a problem it's scary it's, it's one of those things like yeah you're like fuck but even like somebody like myself who's like fuck it it still sets in the back of your mind, like, right. oh, fucking, what if? Yeah, like, what it does. If, what, if happened, yeah. what if that happened to my son? There like, are, how heartbroken. Yeah, there are stories of what kids I that were, be, just, they were know, like, They were, so, they were intelligent, yeah. bright, you know. And I mean, there, what, there are vaccine injuries that are seen. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of crazy, you know, like, and, and you don't really know for sure. It's not 100%. Well, yeah, know, Jim Carrey pushed, like, say, to remove all, like, toxic yeah. materials from the vaccine, but they're not there for no reason, Jim Carrey. Like, exactly. those are antagonists. Yeah. Like, they have to be there to yeah. elicit an immune, immune response. Yeah. So that's how what happens. It makes the fucking immune system mad, and then it introduces yeah. the, the actual dead vaccine so that it gets mad and says, like, who did that? Yeah. And then it sees polio and it's like, yeah, oh, polio. Right. A, lot of the, a lot of the stuff that I was reading about what he was talking about, though, is and it's like you can look at different vaccine manufacturers and I don't know the numbers off the top of my head, but it'll be like one of them will have like literally like a thousand micro plunkets of aluminum in it. And another version has like 90 Right. Yeah, and it's like, yeah. what the fuck? Like, if ninety is enough to be effective, why does this one have a thousand? Why don't they all? So I think like his big call was that, and I know it wasn't just a Jenny McCarthy thing because they had long since broken up when um, Governor Jerry Brown in two thousand fifteen 
uh, signed the new uh, vaccination laws and Jim Carrey was like talking a bunch of shit. He called him a corporate fascist and all kinds of stuff. So I know those, those are, I don't know this. I don't it's know, the man, but they're not just like a Jenny McCarthy throwback. I think right. he genuinely uh, be- believes that. that was a belief, yeah. 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 I mean, he's had crazy relationships with Jenny McCarthy, um, Renee Zellweger, uh, um, a woman named Melissa Wammer, who was his, his first, marriage um i don't think she was in the business lauren holly from dumb and dumber um he had relationships with all these people but then he had a girlfriend named uh kathriona white who died of a drug overdose that they ruled as a suicide and um he ended up having to battle with some wrongful death suits because they think they thought that his celebrity clout allowed her to get all these prescription drugs that she overdosed on um, and they tried to to sue him for it, but the lawsuits all got uh, shot down. Um, and one of the lawsuits was from her husband, because even though they were dating, like she wasn't fully divorced yet, but she and her husband were separated. And then one of them was from her mom, who like I can understand, like I can understand the first one, like the current husband suing Jim Carrey, wrongful death. You got these drugs with your celebrity clout. That's what killed my wife. I can at least understand the logic behind that one, even though I think it was just a money grab since they were forcing anyway. But the second one was from her mother who was also filing a wrongful death suit because she had unprotected sex with Jim Carrey and Jim Carrey had herpes and chlamydia. Wait, the mother did. Yeah. So he he was, so he was having sex with this girl unprotected while he had STDs that didn't lead to her death. Oh, I thought you were talking about he had sex with the mom too. No, no, no. no. He had sex with a daughter, but the mom was, was filing a wrongful death suit because for a woman who overdosed on drugs because Jim Carrey had sex with her unprotected. Like what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. That's weird. So needless to say that one didn't go far in court either. His first wife was in the industry. He met her at the comedy store okay. um, when he was in the comedy store. She was a waitress at the comedy store, but she, she was also an actress. Okay. So then the other thing that, that kind of gets into his like Zen monk, like I meditate all the time in paint mode is he talks about the law of attraction. And he talked about this on Oprah Winfrey. And he says that when he was like 20, he, 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 he believes in like visualization. So he'll visualize a future for himself and he'll visualize it over and over and over until it comes true. And he visualized a studio giving him, and this is before he was in any movies or even had a TV show. He was just a struggling standup in LA and he visualized getting a $10 million paycheck uh, for a movie and he wrote himself a check for $10 million that he kept so that one day he could cash it to himself or something. Um, and he kept it visualizing it and visualizing it and visualizing it. And then I forget what movie it was for dumb and dumber. The first check that yeah. he made was for 10 was for exactly $10 million. And so he's like, this is part of his belief system is to, to project these visions and, and try to, I think, uh, yeah. And he, I think that's a, I think that's a, a real, Thing. And I don't know if it's person by person basis, like if, if everybody can do it. Um, but it's something that's something that I do. I, I see stuff like, and I want it. It might not be fucking a $10 million check, but it's like, Oh, I want this thing. And you visualize having it 
I think it's and more, and then you make yourself. What I think is happening because I think that you know a one-legged black kid in the ghetto can fucking visualize all he wants, and the Xbox is not going to show up in the front room, and his well, dad ain't coming back. Black like it's fucked. No, he just said he was one-legged black. He's got one leg. Yeah. He's got one leg. Yeah, his dad's not in the ghetto. Back? He can't walk out of this the ghetto because he's got one leg. His dad might yeah. not come back though, but no one said what color he was. Yeah. Um, but what I'm saying is, I, I think that that's not going to work for everyone, right? It's not magic, but I yeah. think it's more of the factor of keeping your eye on the prize and yeah. focused on the goal. Yeah, yeah. Because if you have a ten thousand dollar or ten million dollar check taped to the wall when you wake up, yeah. you look at that motherfucker like and a you reminder. Remember, you know, yeah, this is what, what I'm, I'm doing, doing today. This is yeah. what I'm going to work for. I'm going to yeah. put in the effort, and it keeps your eye on the prize. It yeah. keeps the focus on the goal, and it keeps you motivated towards that because it's a constant reminder yeah. for you to do something like that. And I, and then I think what happens too is then we hear about the stories where it worked. Yeah. You know what I mean? 10,000 people think, did I think it and then a, that guy it, got It's definitely a mental thing. Um, you see it with sports teams. Like if you walk out there thinking you're going to lose, you've already lost. You what know, also like, has that too? Like just having yeah. a positive attitude. You walk yeah. in a fucked up mood, you're going to stub your toe. You're going to fucking uh, get yep. to a car. Right. A when fender, you're running late for work, you hit all the red lights. Everybody pulls out exactly. in front of you. The guy with the fucking walker walks out there. I, I think that maybe there's some kind of from. crazy quantum entanglement. There could be some possibility yeah. that some quantum shit is going on. Sure. And you are bumping fucking yeah. negative energy outside of you yeah. because your molecules are touching those molecules. Fucking maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I don't but I know. I think it's more I of just, a focus thing. I feel, I feel like, well, it's not even, I don't even know if it's that because there's like things that happen that, or the, you know what I mean? Like when you visualize something, you visualize yourself, like say getting a house right. and you don't have the fucking money to do it. And you're just like, fuck, but I want a house and I can see myself getting this house in this neighborhood. And this fucking thing. And then pretty soon, like these things start lining up. And it's not even like, oh, I did these things. I right. went out every day and like I worked weird hard. Shit it was like, oh, my lap. all of a sudden I got a fucking raise. And all of a sudden this happened and fucking so-and-so died and left me money or whatever the fuck. Right. And, and these things happen. But I think like for every just, one of those, someone's wife got cancer and they fucking lost no, their I, shit. No, I, I know. But I'm not saying like, I'm not, I'm not saying like somebody yeah. died and fucking you got money. I'm just saying like that as an example. But I'm saying like these things fell in place out of fucking nowhere. Because I think right. when they do fall in place, it's very notable. You know what I mean? Like, there's, yeah. you know, there's billions of people on the planet and there exists the possibility that those stars will align for a few for people. Sure. Yeah. And then you hear those stories because they're successful yeah. and they tell the story. Uh, but for the people that didn't happen for, you're not yeah. hearing about how, man, I ran this check for $10 million and for fucking 10 years I worked my ass off and I never won the lottery. Like, you're not hearing yeah. that fucking story. Right. For right. sure. So, yeah. So I, I feel like there's, like I said, there might be some quantum entanglement thing to it, but I feel more that it's like we hear the success stories. That's for why. sure. Those yeah, ones are I'm notable. saying there's something yeah. to it though. Like it feels that way when been, it's happening. Yeah. yeah. There's been times in my life where I've, I've wanted something you, like you want it so fucking bad, even though it's so far out of reach that you don't think you'll ever get it. And then like, like I said, these things fall in place and you're like, Oh wow. No, like, Maddox ran out, crazy, Maddox you know? ran like, out of his bedroom last night, swearing that we're in a simulation because <laughs> he's playing Sims. What are you doing to your kids? And he was like, he was like, I made this character and this character looked like, because there's a random name generator. So I don't yeah. know. Since it, it makes the name for him. He's like, it looked just like my friend Daniel. And I was like, this is crazy because it could be like Tamika. It can make any fucking name yeah. come out of this generator, right? Of all the names in the name book, any name could come Daniel. out. And he said he was thinking, damn, it looks like my friend Daniel. And it was like, blink Daniel. And it fucking made the name Daniel. And I was trying to explain <laughs> to him. I was like, man, it's just, I know it's crazy, dude. I know it's crazy, but it's just coincidence. You know? Or is it? Or is it? Or is it? Yeah. How could you tell him and that? And then he stubbed his toe at <clears throat> yeah. the red light. Yeah. So the, the final thing that I had about Jim Carrey was a very recent story. And it was actually while he was doing uh, press for uh, Sonic the Hedgehog, 
and a bunch of negative press came out because uh, someone says like part of I, I haven't seen the movie, but the interviewer, this British woman who's interviewing him um, says, uh, you know, part of Sonic the Hedgehog involves having a bucket list. Um, what's something that's on your bucket list that, uh, you know, is there anything that's still left on your bucket list? And everybody said that his response was just you. And they like blew it up and they were like, you know, me too, hashtag me too. Like he's a creep and blah, blah, blah. But when you watch the fucking interview, there's nothing going on. Like she says, is there anything on the bucket list? And he says, just you, that's it. It's all done now. And he's got this smile on his face and you can tell quite clearly that he's talking like he's making a joke that the last thing on my bucket list was to do an interview on your show. Oh, right. And they're trying to make a sexual. Because he even says it's done now. Like the last thing was what we've just done right now. And he smiles about it and he's being very sincere. You know, he doesn't look like he's flirting at all. And then she kind of laughs and says, no, but is there anything on, 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 you know, what has happened in your bucket list? And then he answers the question and talks about his bucket list. I was like, give me a fucking break. Like who was the interview with some British bond woman. I have no idea. Some that she had by him. Uh, not on, not in the clip I saw. Okay, well, she's not British, as <laughs> yeah. far as I'm concerned. So that was the last thing I saw, and I was like, "Oh, I want to get to the bottom of this." And then I saw the clip, and I was like, "No, that's fucking bullshit. There's nothing going on there." But so that's Jim Carrey. Go back and and watch his stuff. You're on lockdown. Don't have shit to do anyway. Start with the Truman Show, and then go straight to Ace Ventura. My advice. All right. So social media winner for this week for episode 468 for. Um, William Wallace is Nancy Dublo Brewer and win a t-shirt for sharing on Facebook. Um, and also we're part of the Podbelly podcast network. Um, go to podbelly.com to check out cool podcasts uh, like Paranormal Punchers. Obviously, that's a paranormal podcast. And uh, also Hillbilly Horror Stories. I'm not really sure what all they talk about. I don't Hillbilly know Horror Stories? Horror Stories. Just stories about mm. horrors. That's what I think. I don't know if I spelled it wrong. though. I had Hillbilly Horror Stories like, you ha- like you're saying. Yeah. That's what it, I, that's I started to think after I said it, though, it might be horror stories horror stories horror yeah horror exactly however you spell that yeah lots of h's i think um so go check them out at podbelly.com um also if you're thinking about starting a podcast there's a lot of educational content there um if you just love cute pink pigs uh you just love on just love on they've got a ton of merch over there so check out shirts beanies hats all that good stuff at yeah, allergies. my ears are clogged up i got allergies. i can tell a little bit. Yeah, that's what that dry cough is from yeah, allergies i'm sure yes um the allergies give you a fever just a, just a like little a low bit. Low grade. 101. Yeah. Probably fine. Nothing, nothing serious. I'm a solid four and a half feet away. Nothing serious. We should be yeah. good. Um, I sweat sometimes. <laughs> I lick it sometimes. Uh, did you get the chills earlier? It's uh, cold in here. <laughs> when you said you sweat sometimes, <laughs> I got the chills. <laughs> um, also, uh, thank you to El Yucateco Hot Sauce. That is our primary sponsor. You can get it at most major grocery stores. Um, if you see it in the wild, take a picture of it and tag us, tag El Yucateco. Um, if you want to go to Elliot Kateko's page and say Sofa King Podcast uh, sent me and taught me that you were the king of flavor since 1968, that is helpful to us um, because they know we sent you and we're doing our job. So anytime you can let Elliot Kateko know that you know about them because we told you, that would be positive for us. So Almost to the point of annoyance. Yeah. Yeah. So, bug the fuck out of them, actually. Yeah. Go like the fuck out of all their yeah. stuff. Like just go like a hundred posts and then comment and say, I did that because of Sofa King Podcast. Yeah. That's huge. Not even that I like you. Yeah. I don't even need hot sauce, but Sofa King Podcast made me aware of you and I got an uncle that loves it. So he'll buy some probably. So go do that. 
Um, also, thank you to Print Dirt Cheap. Go to printdirtcheap.com um, to get printed goods. They make stickers, flyers, banners, business cards, uh, you name it, graphic decals for your, your vehicle, whatever. Um, go check out their website and see if there's something you possibly need on there. And you can use code SofaKing Podcast to save some money when you do that. Also, thank you to Jimmy D's Tees. He is um, he's our sponsor and makes some of our t-shirts on our website at SofaKingPodcast.com forward slash shop. He also makes a bunch of stuff for him. He's been trying really hard to make a shirt for me. Like he tries. He sends me things like Volkswagen buses and stuff. But Volkswagen's super copyright infringement. They will fucking tear that shit down if you try to make a Volkswagen bus shirt. Like there's a guy that just fixes Volkswagen buses in town. And like some rinky dink oil mm-hmm. shop and he had like a VW fucking sign on there and they came and fucking like served this guy. Like a little old man that's been fixing VWs for like 30 years. Hmm. Kind of made me mad, but I like old VWs, not new ones. That'll so, show them. Yeah. So that'll show them. I'm not buying your new ones, bitch. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, go check out Jimmy D's tees. He's got a Tiger King shirt right now. You know you he want does. it. Yeah. He's yeah. got a Tiger King yes. shirt. He also has that Beetlejuice one. That I think makes I me, said. That one makes oh, me, the Beetlejuice one. That one makes I me uncomfortable. Yeah, I think he said he's going to send me one. Oof. You don't um, like the Beetlejuice one? I do. I feel bad for that poor guy, man. He's on like Howard Stern Who? and they're asking him all those questions. Like, what color is a carrot? Have you watched any? Yeah. Oh. I, I posted that on the group. Oh, man. Yeah. A carrot? Oh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I don't know nothing about no carrots. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel bad. Uh, have you watched the actual, like, when he's on Howard Stern, they're the asking him how to spell red? No. Because they go, they tell him, how, okay, the first question is, how do you spell red? And he's like, fucking L-E-S-T-R-N or whatever. Right. And then they're like, all right, Gary the Retard. How do you spell red? And he's like, R-E-D. And he's like, fucking, then he goes, all right, next question. Beetlejuice, how do you spell red? And he's like, "Uh, L-S-T-R-Y. And he's like, Gary the Retard, how do you spell red? And he's like, R-E-D. Like, fucking, he asked him like three times. (laughs) He couldn't Right in front of him. His disposition is strange because he seems like he communicates properly. He just can't answer those questions. Yeah, he's funny. But yeah. when he talks, it's it seems. Yeah, like and he, he tell he calls people motherfuckers and yeah, like yeah, like he's oh, talking man. shit. It's he's very funny, strange. I, I guess Rain Man could do think, math. You I know? think people. I think people took advantage. The thing that's sad about like Beetlejuice is people took advantage of him. Yeah. Um, like exploiting him. Yeah, they exploited him, and well, <laughs> like you know, t-shirts and wearing them with his. Well, face I think on. I think that's being aware of right. of Beetlejuice. You know, I think that's fine. We just gotta find because he is funny. He could you be an Instagram not, star though. He could be rich. Yeah, well, man. like, like fucking, what's his name with the fucking Cheetos? The fucking the one oh, guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Fuck, man. Oof, that one makes me uncomfortable too. <laughs> Dave laughed a lot at it. Though. Yeah. It's funny. So uh, go check out Jimmy D's tees. Um, go like him on Instagram. Go buy a shirt from him. Um, and tell him that Suffolk Podcast said to. There's a bunch. You're gonna like a shirt on there. Yeah. There's Probably something for you, even if it's like Nirvana or fucking <laughs> Beetlejuice. There's yeah, something funny yeah. on there. Mike Tyson kiss. Uh, of the Zark. Yeah, yeah. Something wrong with you. What yeah. is it? Zardoz. Zardoz, what's that? The John Connery movie. Never seen it. I lost you. I don't know what you mean. What's that got to do with Jimmy yeah. D's tees? You yeah. got a shirt on there? Yeah, a Zardoz shirt, yeah. Uh, yeah I don't know what that is. Yeah, yeah you lost me. Something wrong with me, apparently. Something wrong with us. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, go You've never seen Forrest Gump, there's something wrong with you. Yeah, good, yeah that is true. <laughs> so, anyways. Um, that is my part for this party. So it's Brad's turn. All right. Uh, Scope member of the month. Scope member of the month. Chris Strain. Uh, Chris Virus Strain, we call him now. What is it? Chris Virus, virus Strain? strain? Yeah, oh, he's wow. a strain of a virus. Is he? I don't know. I thought he was, he used to be a pirate. Uh, Allegedly, he has a 5G phone and it started all this. I and, thought his phone... Is he the one that's catching the towers on fire? Yeah, that's in him. Europe. That's the guy, Rainbow Beard. Yeah, down well, that's that's he was a pirate. He used to be a pirate. Oh, okay. Uh, Captain Rainbow Beard, um, that was his name. 
But now he's a he's a landlubber. Is that how you say it? Landlubber? Yeah, that's it. You're saying right. Landlubber? Yeah. Okay. It yeah, comes so from a it comes from blubber. From pirates used to hunt whales before they became uh, pirates and they ate. They lived off blubber. I didn't know that. So when they're on land now, as they used to be a, a land whale lubber. hunter, they're land lubbers now instead of oh, okay. pirates who hunted for blubber. I got it. Yeah. So he's a land lubber. Yeah. Uh, with a rainbow beard, and he's uh, catching all of the five G towers on fire. Um, Apparently, so, there's some merit to that. I don't know. I watched a conspiracy video about five G towers yeah. causing some immune response thing. It's scary. There's nothing you can do about that if they put those up. You know. No, they're going to net the world in them. The, yeah, the world, in yeah, the world's going to be linked in a 5G net. Yeah. Is what's going to happen. All our cells are just going to vib- vibrate into it. a quivering so, cancer. Yeah. You guys want to talk shit to me now? Yeah. Stop killing us, Brad. So, Chris Strain, uh, thank you uh, for being a wonderful patron. Um, doesn't matter if you're gay or not. Yeah, we don't yeah. care. Okay, we don't, you make we don't a chocolate, judge. bro. Yeah, we don't judge. Um, I don't know. Have you done a chocolate enema? Chris? I have not. not I have. I'm taking a Chris. I was in coffee. I'm taking a Chris. because he's an asshole. Oh. But um, the peanut butter enema is hard. That's rough. Ah, uh, use chunky or it comes out creamy? easy. It comes out easy. Oh, creamy for sure. Creamy. Yeah. My wife likes chunky. <laughs> Straight from my peanut butter enema to your wife loving chunky peanut. Yeah, butter. Chunky but it's okay because I did creamy. I don't so like she wouldn't even be down. No. No, she likes, she likes, the, she likes chunky. I'm not going to push a chunky fucking peanut butter away. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I wouldn't purchase it. I always get That's creamy. not the one you specifically no. look for. Yeah, no. I'm, I'm a creamy guy myself, too. Yeah, so it's mint chip. All about the chunk. You really? are? Yeah. Oh, man. I'm going to chew my peanut butter. Yeah, because it's like glass shards coming out. I, I don't. Yeah. I didn't make those peanut butter cookies again. I need a, I need a temperature gauge for inside my oven. I gotta, Is it wrong? I guess, dude, because it ain't working right. Like, what's happening is it must be hotter than I think it is because I'm supposed to do 350 for 10 yeah. minutes, and the cookie started to like brown on top to the point that like it was going to get like a little black spot mm. on one of the ridges mm. in the fork marks. And I was like, I got to pull it. I pulled it and let them cool, and they're just fucking gooey as fuck in the middle, mm. though, still. So I think the temperature is higher than what my thing says. Yeah, you know, Amazon, you can look for temperature gauges. They call them um, temperature gauges. Thermometers. <laughs> Actually, those are really next hard scene, to find. Next scene, me just burning the fuck out of a regular thermometer. Yeah, people are using uh, like fucking food thermometers right now because they can't find regular thermometers to take their temperature. Oh. They have the patio, have a giant patio yeah. one under their tongue and shit. You can buy yeah. oven thermometers that you put in there because ovens aren't reliable. So then you know. Right. Yeah. That's got to be what's going on. I ate them gooey though. It's fine. My oven's good. I'm afraid to get a new oven. Like I've redone my kitchen and I have like a 70s oven though still. Right. And, but it cooks good. Like, it fucking works well. It's not broke. It works well. Get some oaky chrome, bro. I, I want to get... No, nah, it's steel. fucking horrible. This thing is like fucking <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's green. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's yellow and black. Right. And, and yeah. But, yeah, I'm afraid to get a new one because it, it does work well. Sometimes it, it happens, dude. Like, like, we had a fucking washing machine that wouldn't quit. And then finally it did kind of quit. And I was like, I'm yeah. just going to replace it this time. I fixed it so many times. And then we're having a little bit of trouble with the new one. I was like, fuck, man. This thing lasted Already, for 15 yeah. years. Yeah. Bullshit. So. Anyway, uh, if you're on Reddit, go to r forward slash Sofa King Podcast and join the conversation there. Uh, Chandragon, can Chandragon, is that right? Chan Dra- Dragon, what was it? Dragon Balls. Chandrago. Chan Chan Dragon Balls. Chan Chan Man Semen. That's the only thing. There you I go. Know. That um, she uh, won the hot sack off of uh, Reddit this week. Probably not the first time she had a hot sack. Oh, definitely not the first time. <laughs> it's not going to be the last. No. So she she 
Probably she's seen the back sack for sure. <laughs> she's friends with Zach. Yeah. She was there. She held yeah, the yeah. camera. Yeah, yeah. Uh. So she's seen she's seen back sack, back sack for sure. Um Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, you're at Sophie King Podcast. I'm at Raised with Wolves on Instagram. We have Sophie King Brent and Sophie King Dave. Also check out El Cateco underscore hot sauce. Check out Jimmy D's teas. And check out Sophie King Podcast, Art Unofficial. And also our buddy Hilgenfeld, who is the uh, resident artist. Get uh what is it called? Commissions or yeah. freelance artwork. He's a bunch of cool stuff, man. He doesn't charge enough. Yeah. He's, he's a talented good, man. Good guy. Good guy. Um help out a family man. Um and a sculpt member. So and go to patreon.com backslash Sofa King Podcast. And for as little as a dollar, you can get the bonus episodes. Um this week we're talking about the uh Simpson fortune telling. Simpsons fortune predictions. Telling? Predictions. So uh, if you don't want to miss that one, become a patron for as little as a dollar. And that's pretty much it. Uh the Sofa King Podcast playlist 2020 on Spotify. Just search that up and uh Follow it if you like the in songs. Don't be retarded. Oh. Yeah. Huh. Oh. Yeah. Please pick a side, I'll run from your boy, boy. Wanna die, my gun kill for joy, joy, Come take a dive, my demons deploy, ploy, oh, yeah. Bam, diggy, bam, bam, diggy, bam, bay. Hands in the air, or shoot it sideways. Bam, diggy, bam, bam, diggy, bam, bay. How many times I did it my way? Oh, hide the cookware in the kitchen cabinet. Coming at me, you better get your ratchet. My little shooter like AI, but he been missing practice. But he's still scoring on the ops and he's still hitting baskets. He with the action, still riding with a stick and tracker. So if it's smoke, he about to have your mama picking caskets. I came a long way from flipping on a pissy mattress. Now I smell the piss on them bricks when I rip the plastic. I move the powder on the side, it ain't talcum. Try to slide, you gon' die, you know the outcome. Before I even got signed or dropped the album. I was in the trap, Draco by the blinds like Malcolm Just me, I don't respond, I ain't gonna give you the exposure With the semi and the holster, if the enemy approaches Body shit every time Malcolm is sending me a folder It's a rap for these rap niggas, literally it's over Please pick a side, I'll run from your boy, boy Who wanna die, my gun kill for joy, joy Take a dive, my demons deploy, deploy, oh, yeah. Bam, diggy, bam, bam, diggy, bam, bay. Hands in the air, or shoot it sideways. Bam, diggy, bam, bam, diggy, bam, bay. How many times I did it my way? I'm from where you gotta fire your biscuit. Listen, I told Vanessa, let me cook this brick up inside of your kitchen. Nigga, my environment different. Still selling China, it's fine and terrific. Coming by it and sniffing. Uh, my mind's scientific, I'm rhyming prolific. Uh, I'm about to kill him this summer, God is my witness. Hit the back of your head with this iron and lift it. Cause in my city, niggas get shot, minding their business. 
Yeah, I'm in position, niggas dying to get it. You wouldn't know what to do with it if I let you get it. Every time I drop a project, I just increase the violence with it. Talking funeral homes, hospital visits. Yeah, I got the killers on the loose. Not stopping till the ops blood spilling on my boots. In the streets or on the beach, I can kill them in the booth. Shoot a lock them in the scope, he about to drill them from the roof. Please be inside, I'll run from you, boy, boy. Wanna die, my gun kill for joy, joy, joy. Come take a dive, my demons deploy, deploy, deploy. Bam, diggy, bam, bam, diggy, bam, bay. Hands in the air, or shoot it sideways. Bam, diggy, bam, bam, diggy, bam, bay. How many times I did it my way? Face on Mount Rushmore, hip hop. I carved my shit up, chest me in, man. 